there's only one F in Wolfmania, and that's a fact. Hello, good evening and welcome to Wolfmania the podcast, the slightly younger sonic sister of Wolfmania the website, www.wolfmania.org. And in tonight's episode, we open our encyclopedia of everything at the letter F. That's F for fun, F for fail, F for f- and fuck, and also... and then stopping to check your Facebook and then coming back and doing some more. And, yeah. Yeah, um, I've had to beat those, I'm afraid, uh, Tim. Um, and I might need to get you to draw a diagram of the last one. I've, I've absolutely no idea what that is. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll get the overhead projector up later on. <laughs> Sensitive listeners, and I know there are some of you out there, uh, will be pleased to know that there is none of that talk in this week's episode. Uh, while filth seekers would be advised to check out the inaugural edition of Wolfmania Late Night. It's a, it's a bit like Hollyoaks After Dark. Uh, fans of Potty Mouth Podcast will not be disappointed. And uh, you should be able to find that fairly easily in your feed if you're subscribed. Please subscribe! Please subscribe. Those of you who have already ploughed through the uh, late night show will know that we are very much sponsored these days by the Play Canvas video game Master Archer. Master Archer. Master Archer for Facebook Messenger. In the uh, Smash Hit game, you take on the role of... William Tell shooting fruit off of young boys' heads. It's free and will take at least a week off your life. That's absolutely true. Uh, I've, uh, I've put some hours in, uh, put some hours into it this week, and um, today I promise is the last time that we'll mention the Play Canvas game for Facebook Messenger Master Archer. But it would be remiss of me uh, not to share with you uh, one of the. I think I hinted at this in the late night show. Um, one of the customer service emails that our great pal and uh, doyen of Play Canvas, uh, the home of Master Archer, the video game, uh, Dungeon Master Dave, one of the, one of the emails he's, uh, he's received this week. It's not an email. It's, uh, it's some kind of a face blast. It's a, yeah, a stream of consciousness uh, that, that he's received. And I, uh, let, me, let me just call it up here. He, uh, he received this at uh, 7.48 uh, in the morning. It's time stamped. <laughs> and... Uh, it says this. Listen, bruh, your game can suck Trump's okay? And there's a little uh, sort of uh, emoji of, I don't know. Oh, that's the, uh, the okay, the hand okay? okay. So if you were to gesture to right. somebody that it was okay to do something, but you weren't allowed to use the word okay, you'd probably okay. So a little low with your hand. Listen, bruh, your game can suck Trump's okay? Ding! There's the emoji. Yeah. Call your fruit. Like, why fruit, bruh? You ain't no fruit ninja game. You a whack wannabe. And why you gotta have some of the hardest mother fruits to hit the... Oh, man. <laughs> why you gotta have some of the hardest mother fruits to hit, like, bruh, that strawberry... Stop, son. Then there's, like, a little uh, Lego Man face. Okay, 100. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm, at this so, stage, I'd have to say that as our I, youth I'd, correspondent, Tim. <laughs> yeah, I'd. Uh, well, some of the language might be a little bit choice, and it's uh, a little choice, I, and it might be it's a little bit uh, late night. It might be could do with a little bit more punctuation here and there. You can't argue with the sentiment of it. Uh, Master Archer will will do that to you, particularly the strawberries. It certainly will mess you up. Like, I don't hate a lot of people or things, but you, oh, I want to hurt you, boy, girl. I don't know what the f*** you is, homie. Like my poor N-word Janelle being last place. I'm not even going to say it. No, don't say it. I, uh, the uh, the avatar at the bottom of this does appear to be from a young white woman, so I'm a little bit surprised. Uh, but uh, like my poor N-word Janelle being last place. Still hasn't passed 1,000. Like, come on, bro, what's up with that? I can empathise with Janelle. I have yet to get past 500. So, uh, you know, if Dave is looking to respond <laughs> with some words of encouragement, perhaps he could use me as an yeah. example. How are you just going to let Noel- Noelia uh, beat my high score with 3,000 when can barely get to 2,000? Like, what kind of sh- is that? Hook a brother up with a high score of 5,000 and we good. And then the most incredible sign-off in all of the written word. We've had to we've had to come through quite a lot to get to this moment. Um, and then we we get this, and it's it's almost the perfect uh, English sentence. Other these smallish issues, we good. Perfect. It's, hook a brother up with a high score of five thousand, and we good. Other these smallish issues, we good. <laughs> I'm going to sign off all of my work emails. It's really friendly. <laughs> with that now. Other these smallish, we good, Tim. You can kind of pretty much put anything before that. If you finish, yeah. the, finish the message with that, I think <laughs> you're going to have a spring and a step and a smile on, a smile on their face. Absolutely right. Um, rest assured, we will be printing uh, <laughs> other, other these smallish issues, we good T-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> Any time you see us in the street, you can call us what you want. <laughs> Say anything to anything you like. Drag our names through the mud. As long as you sign it off with other these smallish issues, we good. <laughs> we'll know you're a fan of the podcast. And uh, what more could we ask than that? What more could we ask than that? Um. Hey, uh, I've, I've done a hey Tim. <laughs> the uh, the surefire. <laughs> A bit of insider's knowledge for fans of the podcast. Anytime you hear a, hey, Tim, we've definitely started again. (laughs) (laughs) There's definitely been a stop and we've started again. Our early work is littered with them. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Tim. Go back and listen again. (laughs) (laughs) That would be brave. That would be brave. Uh, Tim, this week we are also brought to you uh, by the website www.ticketmiffle.com Wow, two sponsors. Two sponsors. Uh, the other one was running, I think, as I said, we're never talking about Master Archer. Uh, but we will be talking about www.ticketmiffle.com If you're anything like me, in fact, actually, if you are me, uh, then things like life, lethargy, babysitters, that sort of thing, um, probably get in the way. What? Hold on, let me start that again. <laughs> Sorry. It's making any sense. <laughs> right. If you're anything like me... There we go. I don't get that bit. I just wrote it, <laughs> you wrote pretty, it a minute oh, okay. ago. <laughs> so there I was. There I was spending like minutes wrestling the cat off the bit of paper, <laughs> panicking that I'd you'd gone ahead of me, and it turns out my copy of the uh, 
It's a, it's a the briefing. Last, it is a late, the, dos, the dodgy dossier. <laughs> it's a last-minute sponsorship deal that's coming by fax. Okay, ticket ticketmiffle.com. Ticketmiffle.com. If you're anything like me, Tim, actually, if you are me, lethargy, life, babysitters, that sort of thing, probably mean that you don't go to half of the things that you've got tickets for. A quick round, ring around your friends, followed by an email, only gets you a ton of miffly emails explaining why everybody would love to go, but, you know, they're rubbish too. The solution? Ticketmiffle.com. The new gig listing, what is it? The solution? Ticketmiffle.com. The new gig listing site that lets you grab free tickets to stuff that no one else can be asked to go to. Should we try it? Let's give it a go. Let's give it a go. uh, Here we go. What an absolutely fantastic idea. Here we go, Tim. I'm going uh, going in now. Andrew's typing in a URL. Very slowly. Into his browser window. Very slowly. www.ticketmiffle.com he's, he's Checking he spelt it right. He has. He's hit return. It'd be embarrassing if I hadn't. He's in Netscape Navigator, just for to really set the picture. Oh, what's happened here? It's crashed. <laughs> it's crashed. <laughs> Not too too much open. He's got a lot. He's like he's like my mum's iPad. Everything's open all at once. <laughs> She's, yeah. Here we go. www.ticketmiffle.com. Sounds <laughs> 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 it wrong that time. Sorry, this website, www. cannot be found. Here we go. He's hit return again. I spelt it ticket my full last time. Tim Berners Lee is plugging things together somewhere in another room. We go look wow. That. That's a good looking... Uh, it's an official website. It is. It's got some items on it. Here we go. See, yeah. Uh, oh, very, wow. Look at this. Very attractive, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some moving image. There's some video. How have you done that? I genuinely want to know how you've done that. It's not me, is it? It's the people over at ticketmiffle.com. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah. I, I genuinely want to know how, how the, they've done that. How the uh, the team at TicketMiffle.com have put that together. I think they've say, got experts. I'm, I'm guessing they've got experts. I say they've got experts. They've also got Squarespace by the looks of it. <laughs> That's true. And then, uh, so you uh, scroll down, and yeah. then this uh, very easy to understand thing. Here is a, a list. Here's a lot of, uh, wow. a lot of the uh, the shows that are currently available. Okay. All it's, at the price of It's like Netflix, Netflix for real-life entertainment, but f- right. but free. It's on like, demand. It's like Netflix, but for going out. Wow. So I can go to any of these things any for free. Any of these things you could go to for free. Oh, the one I want to go to sold out. Uh, which one's that? I'm quite up for the fall all day. Uh. <laughs> it's, not that, it's not that fall, though, is it? Um, I think they're just showing seasons <laughs> one and two of the uh, Gillian Anderson Police uh, can procedural. Sk- can skip two. One and three are the, the ones to watch there. Uh, uh, there we go. Uh, then we've got that. Wow. Other shows uh, lined up at the moment. In the past, of course, because it's probably about May. I looked on the calendar earlier. I think it's probably May now. There'll be so much more on this site by then. There will by then. Um, yeah. So uh, then we've got tickets to uh, the band Scow. Nice. Uh, currently available. Yeah. And plenty of those available. Yeah. <laughs> um, there we look, look at all these great things here. Um, and uh, what you do, say you're interested in going to see... The bloke from the band Bitch Magnet. Yeah. On the 6th of the... I'm not telling you what month it is. But so you, you click on it there. Yeah. And there it goes. Opens up. Bloke from Bitch Magnet live. <laughs> Does this actually work? Then you click add to cart. The guy's uh, 
Ticketmiffle.com have been busy, haven't they? Yeah, it's added to my cart. Then you yeah. just go up to the cart here. It's like Amazon. It is. It's like Amazon, but, without, but for... Without any Bitcoin changing hands. It is. It's like Amazon, but for free stuff. Incredible. And then you click that. You know why it's not opening? It's because we're recording a podcast in the other window. <laughs> using all of the uh, available... All of the, all of the internet juice is being uh, poured into that. All the gigaflops. There we go. We're at, so we're into the cart now. Yeah. And uh, all you do then is uh, enter your credit card details and address details. You don't actually have to put your credit card details in. But the people at Ticket Miffle have left that option open to you if you'd like to. To make a voluntary donation. Uh, yep. So there we go. Uh, and then, yeah. Nice. Then you, you click through and you get a you get a, a thing saying that you're going to the show. It's going to revolutionise my social life. It, it a lot of those tickets up there. See so here we are. Look here it is. Tim, there it is. How many tickets would you like? One. <laughs> yeah, I'm going on my own. Which is lucky. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then you get that. And then you, ch- you check. What if, out. What, if, what if I wanted to take a gang of mates? Say I've got like six or seven pals who are mad up for a. For listening to the man from Bitch Magnet talk, <laughs> not play his music, just talk. Yeah. Uh, say I've got seven friends. What happens if I put seven in? Type seven in the window. I mean, good luck. Yeah. See what happens. Good luck. I mean, seven I... Bitch Magnet fans desperate to go and see the guy chat. What? What I'd say? It's what kind I'd... Of, the what whole I'd... thing's greyed yeah. out now, yeah. listener. You can't have. You can't have seven. No, okay. What I'd suggest is if you're the sort of person who's got seven friends who want to go and do something, <laughs> ticketmiffle.com is probably not the resource for you. True, <laughs> true, true. Oh. Unable to update quantity. Sorry, we only have one of these available. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's going to... So yeah, it's, uh, it's incredible. It's going to revolutionise both going out and staying in. <laughs> and I'd say it's going to make your life a lot easier. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and what more can we ask than, than that? www.ticketmiffle.com, everybody. Get over there today. And that's Miffle with two Fs. <laughs> you can try the other one, but I haven't bought that yet. I haven't bought Ticket Miffle. <laughs> or oh, oh, the PH. <laughs> so, uh, obviously, I had to uh, type in the uh, correct... URL to uh, make ticketmiffle.com work and I uh, had to go back and uh, and change that. That's something we like to do with the podcast as well. I've been listening back to uh, last week's episode E. E, yes. And uh, I've got a couple of notes and corrections on that. I've also been listening back to uh, this week's late night, Wolfmania late night, the F word. And uh, I'm not changing a thing because <laughs> what goes on in Wolfmania late night Stays in Wolfmania late night. <laughs> yeah, best place for it. Absolutely, but I've got a, I've got a few notes and corrections uh, on last week's uh, E show episode E, most common letter, the most common letter in the alphabet. Uh, that that was correct. We got that right all yeah. along. Not not fake news. <laughs> it certainly wasn't. But uh, here are a few bits for the notes and correction. Mist- oh God. Too hard. Mistakes and erections. Mistakes and erections. <laughs> no, no that's, that's that's Wolfmania late night. Oh dear, sorry. What's it called? <laughs> Notes and corrections. Mistakes and regret sections. 
regrets, yes. regret section. Notes and corrections, mistakes and regret section. I can only do it if I do the stupid announcer voice. Okay, think you're in the you're on local radio. Exactly. It's 1987. Do it. Notes and correction, mistakes and regret section. <laughs> Don't know why that keeps happening. It's the notes and correction, mistakes and regret section. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. It's the notes and correction, mistakes and regret Here section. It's the notes and correction, mistakes and regret section. Welcome, everybody. Welcome back to the notes and correction, mistakes and regret section. Yeah, we're on fire now. A uh, couple of things from episode E that we should uh, should look over. First of all, uh, we really need to uh, clear up the results of the egg battle. Egg battle! Indeed, uh, we hosted that last week. My eventual time. Uh, clocked in at a uh, slightly underwhelming one minute, 28 <laughs> seconds. A mere one minute and 14 seconds behind the record time of ex-River Café chef Theo, Theo Randall. Theo Randall. Theo Randall. Yeah. yeah, I'm keeping good company, I guess. 14 seconds he yeah. made an omelette in. Did he? Not going near that. Yeah, that's uh, mine still... Had a little liquid centre, like a sort of Cadbury's cream egg. It always was delicious, Tim. It was absolutely delicious. You only had one tiny bit from around the edge. Yes, I did. And then, uh, big pause, scraped the rest of it into the bin. Yep, and uh, that's right. I wouldn't have been in the same room as Theo Randall's uh, (laughs) 14-second monstrosity. Uh, Speaking of unpalatable records, uh, last week we were talking about uh, uh, Brian May uh, record. Um, (laughs) Yes. I should clear up exactly what that is in case anybody wants to add that to their collections. Uh, the, the record's actually called Brian May and Friends Starfleet Project. Okay. And uh, you, what did you call it? Uh, I, I, I think I was guessing. Yeah. I was guessing. I think I called it Starfleet by Brian May. What I certainly didn't uh, point out to people... Uh, is that they should maybe be a little bit wary because the title track itself, a reworking of the Starfleet theme tune, is eight minutes, four seconds long. Wow. And not only that, but uh, some of the friends of Brian May, um, when it says friends, really it's uh, Eddie Van Halen from the band Van Halen. Friends in high places. Yeah. Then it it drops a level. Okay. Drummer from REO Speedwagon (laughs) is the other friend. Um, The B-side... Two tracks on the B-side. Yep. It's a Brian May original, Let Me Out, 7 okay. minutes 13. Oh, he's, he's really uh, stretching his legs on that one. And then Blues Breaker. Nice. 12 minutes 48 seconds of that. Think of the omelettes you could make during oh, that. Interminable it is. <laughs> Not the sort of thing that you'd want to see on Top of the Pops. No. Speaking of which... Oh, yeah. We did uh, make mention uh, last week... Of uh, the mint sauce song, uh, that, yes, that caused yes. that caused a tiny me, <laughs> yeah. um, to f- sort of fall off the sofa, throwing uh, a toy Smurf in the air. Yes, um, in, in in just complete ecstasy. It just ab- absolutely <laughs> adored it by the yeah. looks of things. Um, yeah. I have done some research into what on earth that could possibly <laughs> be. I had no idea what it was. Yep, uh, it turns out it is the song. Uh, Lucky Number 
by the band The Barren Knights okay. from their Food for Thought EP. Wow, I am totally unaware of Are that. Aware of the, the band The Barren Knights? No, not at all. They, uh, they were originally called the Knights of the Round Table, yeah. and I suspect that they are the most Alan Partridge thing that actually <laughs> exists in the world. They may as well be the, par- the parodic folk band Will-O-The-Wisp. <laughs> uh, but they, uh, they, were, uh, they were a parody uh, act. Originally started out as the Knights of the Round Table, one of the only bands in the history of the world who've supported both the Beatles and the Stones and the Grumbleweeds. <laughs> and uh, they're still performing hits, uh, still performing their hits today, it turns out. Just as I apparently used to do with their song, A Taste of Agro, which ripped on the work of Boney M and the Smurfs at absolutely every family event in the 1970s. <laughs> Here he is again, playing his Baron Knights. Well, I used to sing it. Did you? Yeah, that's, um, the, the one I did uh, was, uh, uh, it was a parody of... What's that Boney M song? Ra, ra, River, ra, no, Rivers ra, of Babylon. Rivers of Babylon. Yeah. Can you give us a blast now? I could, yeah. I think their version um, uh, went, There's a dentist in Birmingham. <laughs> he fills my teeth. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> and while I sleep, he fills my mouth with iron. <laughs> I'm going to go and grab a Smurf in a minute and see if we can recreate a... So rinse <laughs> out your mouth. <laughs> That's all I remember of it. Yeah, that's the And it spits on the floor. Um, the um, hilarious, I thought it was. Evidently. Um, yeah. It's a medley as well. Then uh, it features uh, no one listens to the Smurfs in prison. So, I mean, it's pretty hitting <laughs> all the <laughs> all my marks, really. The, yeah. um, uh, the But food for thought yep. as a medley. Um, well... It uh, it uh, appears to be uh, riffing on the Lena Lovitch song "Lucky Number." Apparently. Okay. Um, Again, a, a big gap in my knowledge. Let's see if I can. Uh... And once I have closed down the uh, T- Tim Berners Lee, he's firing up the uh, <laughs> the other computer <laughs> at the internet headquarters. So I'm just uh, closing out the. Uh, Winged victory for the sullen, is that what they're called? A winged victory for the sullen. A winged victory for the sullen a wi- uh, winged, album. A winged. winged. Is it winged? Winged. Winged. But Surely it's winged. Do you like them? Do you like that? I'm not sure I do. Yeah. Tell you what, I <laughs> like it less than I like the first minute of this Baron Knight's record. <laughs> but I much prefer it to the other four minutes where things go hard racist. Okay. That's, um, uh... We will stop it before then. They sort of set the scene to start with. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, now here we go. Things that passed for entertainment in the 70s. Here we go. 
Then I, I was just gone. <laughs> Mint sauce. Mint sauce. <laughs> yeah, it's no, a bit sort my, of a, a little bit Brian Ferry. Just wow, they're they're doing them. My lucky numbers one. That's what yeah. they're playing on there. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, then we go into um. Everybody's talking about pop music, but oh no, the guys they go to a Chinese restaurant. Oh and you can only begin to imagine what happens. Um, and uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's actually much worse than that as well. It gets. It gets yeah. <laughs> I mean, it gets directly. Horrific. Uh, yep. So we'll avoid that. That was, uh, yeah, the Baron Knights. Do not condone the Baron Knights. Con- <laughs> Do not make excuses for the Baron Knights uh, at all. Uh, <laughs> completely unacceptable. Yep. Probably in the 70s and still playing. Mm. Still, still playing. Oh, uh, I wonder if there's any tickets for that on uh, Ticketmiffle. I'd, I'd certainly hope not. I might, I'd buy them up and then just purposefully not go. Just yeah. on the basis of that. I mean, I enjoyed... Uh, Listening to the song, I haven't finished the whole song yet. Mint sauce. Going, oh, I see. I love that bit. <laughs> oh, he's giggling away already. He's, reg- yeah. he's regressing to childhood. Yeah. I, you can't have the you can't have the uh, the sing song uh, casual uh, Chinese uh, sort of Chinese laundry accent there doing that uh, doing that. Other these smallish issues though, we good. <laughs> we good. Um. <laughs> I'm not sure that could ever become a coverall sort of catchphrase to make <laughs> to make dubious views or comments acceptable. <laughs> I'm just I'm trying to if we say it enough, I think it could uh, become a big punchline for us. Yeah, and that's what we need. Other than these smallest, small, other these smallish, other issues. these smallish issues, other these smallish issues. We is could. it smallish issues? It's other these small issues, isn't it? No, no, I don't think it is. Is it okay? We need to get this right. If it's going to catch on, we all need to learn it properly now, so we can move on confidently together. Other these smallish issues, we good. Other, there we go. Okay, other these smallish, other these smallish issues, we good. Other these smallish issues, we good. Boom. New punchline okay. for you, right there. Right, okay. Uh, which is handy, because uh, it's uh, time that we did last week's punchlines today. Don't call it a comeback. It's last week's punchlines today. <laughs> last week's punchlines. Last week, I've got, I've got, a, I've got a couple of, couple of suggestions oh, yeah. uh, for, for last week's. Um, you'll recall we were talking about uh, my encounter with uh, my two-wheeled encounter with Queen guitarist Brian May. Yes, last yes. week. Um, I think you, you've missed an open uh, opportunity there. Yeah, yeah. There was a there was a, a gaping open goal for me to penenka in a, a casual bicycle, bicycle. I'm, I'm glad you've done it now. Yeah, it feels better for that. I think the other one, uh, perhaps, uh, that you missed. Uh, we were discussing uh, my uh, cycling attire, uh, which was pretty much laser. <laughs> Stripes, costumes, yes. and a big red face. Yes, yeah. I think I think you've missed another one there. I have, I have. I mean, if I'd had time to kind of work on it, think about it, and concentrate, you know, pause time, like bullet time had happened then yeah. as you were cycling past, I might have said something like, "Hey, Tron Atkinson." Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's last week's punchlines today. Don't call it last week's punchlines today. <laughs> Thanks for still being with us. Uh, oh, God. 
They've gone. <laughs> They've gone. <laughs> There's no point you saying that when they just no. walked off. Come back. They're coming back. Yeah. <laughs> They're coming back. <laughs> just, just don't go anywhere for five minutes. Hear, hear him. Just hear him out. <laughs> He's all right, really. <laughs> Thanks for still being here with us, dear listeners. <laughs> it is time for us to open up our encyclopedia of everything. Just going to blow the dust off the cover. <laughs> this week, it's opening very slowly on the letter F, where we're going to be talking about Festival Fever. We'll also be talking about Fisherman's Grotto. Fossil hunting. And also... Is there another one? What's the other thing? There's another thing, isn't there? A top secret thing. Feature. Feature. A furtive feature. Furtive. (laughs) Tim's furtive feature. (laughs) Salt you down the river on that one. Oh, blimey. It's Tim's furtive feature, so if it doesn't really work, if it doesn't pan out, yeah. nothing to do with me. Yeah. Been working on it all week. Wolf Mania with just Tim. <laughs> blimey. You're going to have to fill one week. Yeah, really. Which week's that? Next week. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Possibly this week. Yeah. Okay. Well, you've seen on Ticket Miffle, I'm going out. Yeah, you are. You are out for the whole of next week. Yeah. Wow, we can really get into some uh, some Argentinian club football <laughs> chat. <laughs> Give the people what they want. Is that, is that what I like? I don't know if it is. Probably if you went on my Wikipedia history, it would say it was. <laughs> <laughs> it will now. Yeah. Uh, we'll find something to uh, talk you. But don't worry, listeners. There'll be something to, uh, you know, fill this. There'll be noises. There'll be noises. Noises be... in your ears. Yeah. So, yeah. Three Fs. Three F's. With a secret fourth F. Festival fever. Everything's a festival these days, isn't it? One minute you're a nice field near Farnborough. The next thing you know, you're a top-secret enchantment experience. Four nights of hotly curated revelry and merrymaking in a uniquely rural setting. Two gigs in the same town on the same night? It's an urban street spectacle for fans of craft ale, underground sounds and street food. Nowadays, you can barely sing a song in the bath without some face painters and a falafel van pitching up. The whole soggy spectacle broadcasted on the BBC Red Button so that old posh people can complain that bath time was better in the old days and that now it's just students setting fire to the loo. Was it better in the old days? No, of course not. You were just younger, less knackered and more likely to have someone want to get off with you. So actually, I suppose it was better. Sorry. You know, sometimes flicking back through my photographs, like I ever just sit there and flick back through my photographs. <laughs> we do, I do, I put my feet up, I'm on the porch, I'm whittling, yeah. flicking back through my photographs. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what happens. Yeah. What are you whittling? Just a stick. Yeah. You have to show me this porch. Yeah. <laughs> you know, sometimes flicking back through my photographs just doesn't happen. <laughs> You know, sometimes looking back through my photographs... Why are we struggling so much with this, this, this line? I can do this line, you can do the rest of it. It just seems implausible. Maybe I do, I do sometimes sit there. You know, you know, sometimes flicking back through my photographs, it looks like we've lived the last 20 years of our lives at some rock festival. I guess to an extent we have. Every year I take the same pictures in the same sort of places of the same sort of people having the same sort of great time. The names might change now and then. Significant others drop in and out of the frame. Do they? <laughs> Not really. The names might change now and then. Significant others drop in and out of the frames. 
That year's best new festival mate gurns brightly for a bit, then disappears with his nitrous oxide balloons between his legs. And the bands in the background get younger and younger by the year. But the idea remains resolutely the same. There we all are, year in, year out, a little bit older, a little bit wider, sunburnt or soaking, having the time of our lives over and over and over again. The first festival I ever went to was in, let's say, 1988. The Monsters of Rock at Castle Donington. Iron Maiden headlined above Kiss, David Lee Roth, Megadeth, Guns N' Roses and Halloween. We didn't eat or drink anything all day. We got pelted with bottles of piss. I don't think there were any women there at all. And tragically, and completely unknown to us until we got home to a very worried mother who had heard the news on Midlands Today, two young rock fans died. The second was the Stone Roses at Spike Island. There was an advert on TV the other year for some dreadful Father's Day dad rock CD that asked, Does your dad know about Spike Island? Is your old man well into Weller? Why not buy him cigarettes and alcohol this weekend? That would be a really reprehensible Father's Day gift, no? My old man didn't even know about Spike Island on the day it happened. After the deaths at Donington, it was decided in our house that it might be a better idea for me to say that we were going to the park for a bit. Light old and feeling pretty guilty, we drove up north and bought some roses tickets off a football hooligan in a pub in Timperley. We didn't eat or drink anything all day. The sound was shocking. Oh, let's be honest, the band are shocking. We fell asleep in a service station on the way back and somebody rolled the car over in the car park. Better in the old days? Well, going to Timperley was good. That's where Frank Sidebottom was from. Additionally, it was something of a surprise, not least to old man Wagstaff, to find a centre-page spread of us in the Sunday papers the next weekend. All tops off and weedy arms aloft beneath the headline Summer of Love, Acid Hell. Surprisingly, I was just about let out enough the next year to go to Reading, 1990. It had the greatest bill I've ever seen. Peak era pixies, Jane's Addiction, The Cramps, Faith No More, um, The Cramps. We crashed our car on the way there, scored fake tickets, got arrested, got in as guests of the band The Lost T-Shirts of Atlantis, drank some cider and didn't see a single band. It was, of course, easily the most amazing time we've ever had. But really, it was shit. You know, I hate to sound like James Murphy's world-weary hipster from LCD's Losing My Edge. Who am I kidding? I'd love to sound like that. Maybe then more than 738 of you, and I could name you, would have bought my records. But the more I think about it, the more it seems that for the most... But the more I think about it, the more it seems that for most of the epoch-making rock performances in recent history, we were there. Nirvana destroying their drum kit and killing off heavy metal at half past two in the afternoon at Reading? We were there. Pulp saving Glastonbury and drawing up plans for a bright new British pop? We were there. Radiohead making everybody forget about the floods and being better than all the other bands? We were there. We were there. Actually, if I'm being honest, wasn't exactly there. Instead, I was splonged off my gourd in the middle of the rave tent, desperately trying not to tell my best straight-edge friend that I was A, in love with her, B, ripped to the high tits on cheap chemicals and expensive carling, and C, the gig pig, giggle, piggle, giggle, piggle, wiggle, wiggle. Still, our mates saw Radiohead, and he said they were good. He said Jeff Buckley was good too. I'd not know. Uh, because we shamefully got sent out of his only festival appearance, Reading 1994, I think for not taking it seriously. It's a good thing he did too, because that's where I met the Winter Olympic Martin Bowman, outside in a field colouring in a blank wristband with a felt tip in an attempt to trick security into letting him go and see Cud. Like I say, we were there, 
we were there. So, in conclusion then, we've had the best of times, we've heard the worst of bands, and we should count ourselves very lucky to be friends with some pretty cool people. Well done. Thank you, thank you, Tim. Any questions? Uh, you didn't tell the story that uh, I thought you were going to tell about <laughs> after all that. <laughs> Which one's that? Uh, when you went to Reading and somebody had a fake ticket. That's right, yeah. And you all bombed in and, yeah. left, and left them, abandoned them uh, outside. Yeah, it, was, it was a it's kind of a rite of passage where everyone can kind of identify with that, you know, the... Uh, having to leave somebody behind because they're not old enough or they don't look old enough. Or, or it was their fault for buying a bootleg ticket or and that. two sticky passes <laughs> belonging to the band The Lost T-Shirts of Atlantis. So you did kind of cover it. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, we were in there. The one I thought you were going to ask about uh, was the year that we tried to get into the Reading Festival by purporting to be the new Stone Roses guitarist, <laughs> only to be asked on the door what your name was. I had absolutely no idea what it was. Yeah. Aziz Ibrahim, it turned <laughs> out it was. Yeah. Um, so we, we got off lightly with that one. Yeah. Of course, the, uh, the greatest ever festival of all time uh, was the, the Great Indoors Festival, uh, which we ran ourselves for four short years. Um, down in uh, down in Brixton, uh, we had the bloke off Mercury Rev, not not the main one. Uh, we had the bloke off the Hold Steady, not not the main one. Uh, we had a rave in a shed, the main, the one, main shed, the main shed. Yeah, and uh, the single greatest booking we ever had uh, was turning the telly on for Mo Farah's ten thousand meters victory in the two thousand and twelve Olympics. Super Saturday, Super Saturday, two hundred and four people, boom. All all in there, all doing the Mobot. Fantastic. Better than any band. And then Grasshopper from Mercury Rev. <laughs> <in last. laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. Uh, we, no, that was the, that we had the bloke from Ride. Oh, wow. The main one. Yeah. 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 Andy Bell. That, uh, no. <laughs> stinker. <laughs> that would be a stinker. <laughs> We've had a couple of fallow years Yeah. Uh, with it, but, uh, you know, I think it's uh, perhaps time to... Uh, try again and, uh, i couldn't agree more and that is lucky tim because i've got a bit of announcement uh, to make to everybody i think we could do a proper job this time oh yeah and maybe now under the uh, the wolf mania banner the podcast see there's people outside hooting their horns they're excited about the big announcement <laughs> cars are swerving off the road <laughs> godzilla, godzilla's foot's just stamped down in the middle of uh <laughs> Don't tell me they're getting back into the promotion game. What? What? Wow. Well, I think under the uh, the Wolf Mania banner of the podcast and the website www.wolfmania.org, maybe sponsored by Ticketmiffle.com, <laughs> I think that could give us the clout to put on something really special. I agree. And that's why I'm announcing this year's inaugural Depressedable. That's pretty much the atmosphere we're going to be going for at Depressedable, I think. Yeah, sounds uh, sounds interesting. What's the uh, what's your vision for the Depressedable? I think we should have it somewhere cold, somewhere chilly, not like nice cold, like 
not, not Iceland not or like a Swiss ski resort. Just somewhere that should be warmer than it is. Yeah, <laughs> probably a bit wet, a bit drafty, a bit yeah. damp. Yeah. yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to have it on a Monday. Yeah, yeah. Or really late on a Sunday night. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit too far to get home from. Says so maybe even on a Monday morning, so you have to take, <laughs> take the day off work, like going to the doctors or the dentist. Exactly, or something. you have to take the day off work. Yeah, <laughs> to go somewhere really cold and wet, inexpensive. It's going to be really expensive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, desperately expensive. Yeah, um, and uh, we'll be on. We'll be doing the uh, the podcast live, live, which is frankly <laughs> terrifying in itself. <laughs> I think we will uh, rise to the challenge. I'm pretty sure we will. Of uh, of a a tiny audience. (laughs) It's going to be an an enormous audience uh, at uh, Depressed of All, 2K17. Yep. Um, There'll be face painting. Yeah, but only in monochrome, which is fine because that's the best, isn't it? As we all know. Or um, Crying Clown. Yeah, Piero Doll. They'll be doing that. Who's on? Uh, who, who 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 is on? Well, <laughs> I'm looking to try and uh, get a, a few uh, Wolf Mania favourites on there. Oh yeah, I'm thinking Cisco. Yep, Cisco will be there. Uh, kicking off everything will be our, our man Skepta. Oh, Skepta's on. Skepta will be on. Uh, Skepta's don't be too good. Yeah. People are going to turn up for Skepta. No, he's done. Unpl- unplugged. Set. Unplugged. Uh, Skepta's on. Yeah, but you have to buy a supplementary ticket. Yeah, to see yeah. the Skepta part of the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's 10 grand or something. Yeah, yeah, really. It's an audience with Skepta. Yeah. <laughs> Talking to the bloke out of Bitch Magnet. Yeah, the bloke of Bitch Magnet. Magnet, Fridge Magnet, Bitch yeah. Magnet. Talking to uh, talking to Skepta. Uh, We've got... Um, uh, Gonch. We're in talk. Gonch. Gonch. We're in talks with Gonch. Gonch are like the house band. They just play... In between all the other bands, got Goncher on uh, Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. We're hoping to get over, or at least a covers band. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, the, yeah, the Meaty Meaty <laughs> Meaty Meaty Boss Tones, Meaty Meaty Bass Bins, uh, uh, Baron Knights. The Baron Knights are on <laughs> original lineup. Yeah, uh, what's left of them? Uh, maybe Brian May and Friends. <laughs> at least the drummer out of Ario Speedwagon. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, we were talking about uh, the band Rain, Sleet and Snow last week. <laughs> Rain, <laughs> Rain, Sleet and Snow will be on. Try and get them on. <laughs> yeah. um, headlining the dance tent, True Neutral. Yeah. True yeah. Neutral's on. <laughs> and uh, I think uh, we, we talked a little bit on uh, Wolf Mania Late Night uh, about the band Function the other day. Some they'd, be, they'd be the draw, wouldn't they? They'd like, be a big get for us. Yeah, people would be milling about all day waiting for Function to come on. Try and get Function on us. Wow, to get them to reform in these times as well. It seems unlikely. Yeah, oh, seminal, mercurial. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I, I don't get out so much there these days, Tim. Certainly, I uh, haven't got the legs, lungs, heart, head uh, for for going to these uh, pop festivals. So I, uh, I make my own up uh, oh, these yeah. days. Uh, it's, uh, I've got, got a new game I'd like to launch as well. Honestly, all the big announcements. Play Canvas, are you listening? Play, play Canvas, are you listening? This is more um, uh, an out and a, it's more a travel game uh, for kids. Like one you'd have like in a tin or something. Like you'd have in a tin with little magnetic things. Okay. Play uh, Canvas, you can switch off now. <laughs> <laughs> what's, your, what's your game called? Well, I'm struggling with the name. Um, what's the concept? Well, I'd either like to call it Dump Truck Donnington. <laughs> okay. 
That's what I'm going to call it. It sounds don't, all right. Don't, don't truck <laughs> Dump truck Donington. Okay. The premise is, it's a turn-based game. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't thought this through at all. It's just something I like to do when I'm cycling through town. (laughs) (laughs) And... uh, Come back to this in a second. <laughs> Is it better be good? <laughs> really not. <laughs> what what I like to do is um <laughs> cars swerving <laughs> off the road. Because <laughs> they, they want to play a game of dump truck Donington. <laughs> Keeps kids quiet in the back of the van. Uh, what you do is you piece together the main stage lineup for your festival. Okay, yeah. Based on the names of things written on white vans. Okay. That's what happens. Right. <laughs> okay. So, for instance, on the way here this evening, you saw a white van, and what did it say on the white van? I didn't. Well, no, uh, the lineup today. Oh, okay. And uh, you keep going until you get one that's rubbish. Then it's somebody else's turn. The one with the best festival wins. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Aquaflow 24. Yeah, good. to like them. Fire Collectors. Yep. Falco Construction. Pretty good. Penny Plumbing. <laughs> she's an acoustic. She's oh, sort of but she's really she's posh. Folky. She's like Katie Malua. She went to the Brit School. Penny Plumbing. Yeah. <laughs> Penelope, but, Penelope Plumbing. But, but she doesn't, no, she doesn't, but she, she talks all like that though, don't she? She does yeah, it. She yeah. like puts it all on that, all landing and that. Yeah, yeah. Penny Plumbing. <laughs> um, who have we got? Uh, power Decorator. Uh, uh, Mayor Cole. Yeah. yeah drum and bass, yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Apartment Service. Nice. That's, yeah, yeah, that's, that's, they, yeah. they exist, probably, don't they? Surely. Uh, Swanville and Sons. Oh, I don't like them with all their waistcoats. <laughs> Potatoes and Onions. <laughs> <laughs> there was a van with potatoes and onions. What was inside it? Elect- I don't know. Uh, but they're on before Electric Plum Centre. <laughs> <laughs> That's Plum with a B, everybody. Plum with a B. <laughs> it's going to catch on, I tell you. It's going to catch on. Uh, hopefully, we can get some of those bands on. Yeah, yeah. Looking forward to it. If uh, not, we'll just have a big game of it live. Penny Plumbing. Penny Plumbing is definitely on. He'll try and try and talk to her. She'll keep ignoring me, but uh, won't stop me trying. <laughs> I'll get Penny Plumbing on. Uh, she's on just before the Baron Knights. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's gotten home. <laughs> They'll miss out on the function, though. They will miss out on the function. Uh, the function band. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. If uh, if you if you don't know too much about the band function. Um, I would first of all direct you towards uh, the Wolfmania Late Night podcast, uh, where we uh, we first mentioned them. But um, am I, do I sense a little furtive? Oh, what's it called, Tim? A furtive feature. Is, that what it's called? Is, Is it? I've forgotten what it was. It's... I can't remember. You called it what? It was two Fs. It's got to be yeah. a furtive feature. Tim's furtive feature. Yeah. 
Tim, do I sense the onset of uh, a furtive feature? It's funny you should mention that, but uh, yeah, possibly you do. I've put on my Sherlock Holmes hat. <laughs> Your deer stalker. My, my deer stalker and uh, whipped out my magnifying glass and I've been just having a little look at what the guys from Function have been up to recently because okay. I know that they uh, they keep a low profile but they're very influential. They've been on hiatus for several years now. So, uh, yeah, just... Uh, That's why they'd be such a big get for a depressedival. People would travel from far and wide for... Mm. To hear to hear a little bit of function. What, what they uh, what uh, what are they what are they up to now? Well, uh, the singer Emery Wiseman, uh, he is now one of the world's leading nanotechnology experts. Okay, uh, he's very big at IBM apparently. He's big in small things. He is big in small things. Yep. I mean, he probably wouldn't laugh if you said that to him. Very serious gentleman. I'm not. Yeah, they weren't known for their giggles. Yeah, tiny bald head. Tiny spectacles, enormous biceps. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, he's a research fellow at the University of Wyoming, okay. apparently. Which is, I'll add to look that up, one of the worst universities in America. Right. I'm sure that doesn't reflect well on him. Uh, he's also big in the hacky sack scene and is the current veteran singles champion uh, for the whole of the Midwest. Oh, okay, okay. Um, but really, the power behind the throne. Uh, guitarist Fletcher Dexter. Oh, it's all, oh they're so powerful, those, yeah. those guitars. Yeah, just, just spiralling off each other. Yep. One economic. Churning. Yep. One jangly and loose. Yeah. Uh, he went on to form a few other acts you yeah. might have heard of. Jawman. Jawman, yep. Uh, the, uh, the slightly electro uh, emo odyssey of the box cutter diaries. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And he's produced uh, records for the likes of Valve and Enlistment. Enlistment. I hear. I hear the Enlistment records. I don't like the Enlistment records. No. No. Uh, and uh, he can currently be found performing acoustically under the moniker of uh, Split Tin Loaf. Okay. But yeah, as for the other the other guys, the DJ, the guy who did the scratching. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's actually Pitbull now, but that's only a rumour. Well, perhaps uh, that's uh, some some great research there, Tim. You've uh, dusted off some uh, some function facts. Yeah, it's always nice to know the stories behind the music. Absolutely right. Well, I'm pleased to say that uh, we can play a bit of function now. This is the uh, the seven inch single, "My Own News." Bring it. <laughs>
Fisherman's Grotto. The thing they don't mention about the fishing is the unrelenting horror of the whole thing. I'm halfway <laughs> Whenever I run at my sisters, right? It's like she, they go, what are we going to watch now? I'll ask me if I didn't know. We've got to like democratic decide what we watch. They bring, on their huge telly, they bring up all the... On the huge telly, they bring up the, uh, uh, you know, the, the, the listings. Yeah. And it's always like, you know, location, 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 you know, doing up a house, the great interior design challenge and then on channel five just cheekily knocked away at the bottom there it's robson <laughs> green's extreme fishing oh, yeah. or that other guy who does the extreme yeah, yeah. fishing you know the one i mean and i always think i'd bloody love to watch that oh. but i would be ridiculed i would be ridiculed if i said you know should we watch that but yeah so i can understand but anyway you don't want, you don't no, want to make no, this fine. part you don't want to make this part of uh, no this is fine. On, <laughs> at work today yeah um came in and uh boss said uh have uh Good weekend? Was it good weekend? I said, well, you know, I'll give it a six. Um, and that's only because the end of it was, you know, terrible. <laughs> but it's, I said, it started really well. I said, oh, yeah, what'd you get up? What'd you get up to? Uh, and then I realised that my idea of a success these days, and I told this story, was having bought something on Blu-ray and actually watching it. I <laughs> 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 said, what, what, what do you mean? I said, well... Usually, come in, start scrolling through all the things that you can watch. That'd take two and a half hours. A bit tired then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Haven't done anything. Useless, go to bed, very depressed. But no, sat down, took out a Blu-ray that I'd paid for three years ago. <laughs> took the cellophane off, watched it. Wow. And yeah. they went, all right, yeah, sounds, sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> I think he was expecting a little bit more from a weekend that was a six. <laughs> so what else did you do? Yeah, I went to Croydon. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, that's rubbish. <laughs> what, what did he get up to? Did he have anything up his sleeve? Did you watch? Did you? Ask. Did you, I was did so, so, de- so depressed at the end of it. Yeah. <laughs> just, <laughs> what did he do? He did. Um, he did a obstacle race no, in some mud. He threw some yeah. coloured paint. You're at, very, very, himself very, at, very close on the first one. Really, uh, he did. Uh, he did ten miles on uh, Saturday, twelve miles on Sunday. Yeah, um, is what he did. Just and had just had a wicked time, basically. Yeah, ten ten miles on Saturday, twelve miles on Sunday. Um, got Friday off this week to do a big lake swim. <laughs> yeah, you won. You won because you. What did you watch? I watched the, the King of Comedy. Wow, that's pretty good. With uh, Robert De Niro, yeah, Jerry yeah, Lewis, yeah, Sandra yeah. Bernhardt. Yeah, awesome. Absolutely great, great film. Great Absolutely film. great film. Um, he'd not heard of it. Has he not? No, good guy. Okay. Quite like, he quite likes Robert De Niro as well. So I've not heard but, of but, that But one. only only in the uh, the Fockers franchise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, he likes that. I can um, understand why he, wasn't, why he wasn't pulling a face. He likes that uh, <laughs> dirty grandpa. Dirty grandpa with that. Uh, all, all the other ones in the... Uh, in, uh, uh, it's not my joke. The dirty verse. <laughs> um, Fisherman's Grotto. 
The thing they don't mention about the fishing is the unrelenting horror of the whole thing. I'm halfway through season five of Robson Green's Extreme Fishing, and as far as I can see, the former Soldier Soldier slash Tales of Northumberland hitmaker, 12 million records he sold. 12 million bloody records. He never seems to return to shore covered in guts. When I was a younger man, and dinosaurs walked the earth, we used to run with a pair of twins. Let's call them the Bewley Brothers, just for the heads. At a time when all I cared about was the sticky floor and the party politics of the indie disco, the Bewleys had crampons and roll mats, sleeping bags and mountain bikes. <laughs> they were men with more thermal bass layers than I knew stoner bass players, boys with a little berghouse in their soul. Outdoor types. Anybody who's still listening to the podcast now, leave it there, because that's when the good writing stopped. <laughs> rest of this... A little berghouse in your gotta soul. Got to get a little berghouse in your soul. Yeah? That's a, that's a high point. Yeah, thanks. It, it really goes downhill from there. I can only assume they used to drag me on adventures to test their life-saving and survival skills. Why else would you kidnap an unprepared, underdressed grebo straight from a nightclub when you're going up a mountain? Except as a clown to keep their kid brothers entertained. Or ballast. Or hold on, to be the guy that gets eaten first when you're trapped in for 28 days in an icy crevasse. I've often suspected that I'd be quite tasty. Salty, but sort of sweet. <laughs> what a feature. <laughs> I think right, the, the, the flavour you're describing is... Umami, the fifth, the fifth taste. <laughs> when I learned that the Bewleys had signed me up for a deep-sea fishing trip, I vowed I'd be ready. I was not going to be lunch. The brothers picked me up from an off-licence in Stourbridge because form is temporary and class is permanent. I tossed my clothes into the back of the Land Rover. If we were going on a boat, I was going to be boat-ready. I was going to be the most suitably-dressed boat person there had ever been. And that's why I took two outfits. A blazer with shining golden epaulets, striped shirt, white jeans and deck shoes, topped off with a joke shop captain's hat that I got from a sex shop. The other one, essentially a Poundland Simon Le Bon from the Rio video. They both looked so great. I thought I'd give the crew the final say on which I'd wear and drag both on board with me. I thought I could mix and match. I confess I was surprised that everybody else was dressed so drably, what with the wetsuits and the safety harnesses and everything. Guys, aren't we on a boat? A mother boat, you What would P. Diddy do? He'd not be in a jumper. The crew gave me a look, a slow hand clap, and a rod with 30 hooks on it. Why does it have so many hooks on it? Just shut up and put it in the sea when I tell you, big mouth Billy Bass. He probably didn't actually say that. I just assume that all fishermen think that big mouth Billy Bass is the funniest thing there's ever been, and would reference him wherever possible. OK. And then the horror. Using a targeting system originally designed for the Death Star, the boat moved above a massive shoal of fish. One dip of the rod, a big pull, and suddenly hundreds of fish are heaved up over the side of the boat, bleeding guts and filth all over the unsuspecting, but very fashionably dressed fishermen. As the boat pulled slowly into shore, I looked like an extra from the opening of Saving Private Ryan, and not much like John Taylor. Fishing is f***ing little Billy Bass. I've I've never been fishing. We never been. You never been. Fishing, been never been fishing. No, never. Been, I've been crabbing. Have you? <laughs> yes. Is that the same as fishing but sideways? Uh, yes, it is. Yeah, a bit of wine, a little bit of wine, <laughs> some, 
So, <laughs> what? That's sideways, isn't it? They go on a wine tasting oh, trip. Oh, I've got it. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was expecting that punchline to land next week. Okay, yeah. That, that is next week's punchlines now. It's a new feature. Future feature. I'm not. I'm never expecting us to actually do a joke <laughs> at the time. Well, you've just you've just launched off a, a lovely sort of joke laden. Nothing funny about that. No, no. And you actually went fishing? Yeah. And you actually caught a fish? Caught about 3,000 fish. What kind of fish were they? Dead fish. Yeah, mackerel? They weren't, dead for, they weren't dead for a lot. <laughs> they were alive for a lot of the time. Tench? Kernard? Couldn't tell you. No. And did you have to take the hook out of the mouth? Tench is... Tench. Isn't Tench one of the things that the person who wrote... Uh, Dave, <laughs> wrote Dave that letter. Yeah, yeah. Well, Tench. Other than the smallish issues, we Tench. Yeah, we Tench. We Tench regularly keeps us oh there were a load of massive dead dying fish right that oh, was brutal did you have to take a hook out of one of their mouths uh, out of hundreds of their mouths Eesh, blimey. And did you eat the fish horrible. did you eat the fish did you um we sold the fish we had to um we sold most of the fish up and down in it was a, in a small welsh uh village there didn't seem to be any shops there so you sort of went door to door selling uh, so you went in, you went in the in the sea near wales yeah okay mm. And the, you and the Beauty Brothers then got on your penny farthings and cycled up the cobbled streets screaming, Fish! Fish! Yeah, I, they sort of let me off that because um, I think they thought I'd be bad for sales. Okay. Um, dressed as I was, like Simon Le Bon. <laughs> but at the end, if Simon Le Bon was in the band... If, if Duran Duran were the high school band... At the uh, at Carrie's high school <laughs> graduation, She's covered in fish guts. Oh, that's that was pretty much what I looked like. Yeah, com- coming out of there, I should have known we were in trouble from the start because they're you know they're so out outward boundsy the Bewleys. Yes, the, yeah. The, the, the night before, they said there's there's no shops, and yeah, I thought, well, that's not going to be a problem, is it? Of course, there's shops, but there's not. And uh, the uh, tea the night before we set off had to be. Uh, Caught by hand. Wow. Well, we're going to get rabbits. Brilliant. It's all a bit Bear grills, isn't it? It was a bit. Well, yeah. There's me flapping after them <laughs> in a white. satin suit. Come here, you little bugger. Peeling a rabbit's skin off over a, over a fire. Did you cook it outside as well? Or? Yeah, they, they did. They cooked oh. it outside, turned it into a stew. Um, mm. And then we retired to uh, sit in a a disused boat to um, listen to a cassette tape of people doing impressions of cricket commentators. <laughs> Whilst getting a little bit tired. <laughs> Doesn't sound so bad. It was great. Yeah, it sounds all right. Good evening. <laughs> it was the cricket camera. <laughs> it's like some famous thing. Like Henry Blofeld. Yeah, that, they do all that and all the Australian ones, that okay. sort of thing. Yeah. And they knew it every word. Every word. That sounds like a pretty good tape. Yeah, a pretty good tape. I know, I know a man who's like that. Uh, it's, it's you, isn't it? <laughs> it's, it's me, yeah. Yeah. We should do a tape like that. <laughs> Impressions tape. Somewhere, just imagine, Tim, the podcast takes off. Somewhere out there in the world, there's some guys, and it will be guys, I'm afraid, <laughs> sat there in a boat with a hole in it. Getting a little bit <laughs> Doing every single word of the fishing story, <laughs> including all the bits where I fall over and can't can't read it. Finishing. He's dressed like Simon Levon. <laughs> Other than those 
smallish issues. We Other good though. these smallish issues. We good. <laughs> Splash. <Yeah. laughs> I've never been fishing. No. <laughs> That's unhelpful at this stage. I've been in a boat. Been in a boat. I get very seasick. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a landlubber. I've been, uh, I've been in the Atlantic, been in the Pacific, been in the Med, yeah, English Channel, been in the Great Barrier Reef. Have you actually been in the English Channel? <laughs> of all of those seas, the exciting seas I named, I grew up next to the English Channel. You're now asking me, have I been in the English Channel? Of course, I've been in the English Channel. Have you? Yes, loads of times. Too cold. Yeah, it's always cold. It's freezing. I'm Bra- not going in there. Bracing. It's kind of sort of grey and brown. And... I've been in the English Channel with you. Have you? Yeah. We've never been in the sea We've together. We've been in the sea together. No, we haven't. Yeah, we have. The English Channel? Canberra Sands. We went in the sea. You're not swimming. Oh, yeah. But, paddling. you know. I was going to say, we we're taking our tops off in front of each other. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> yes, you have. Yeah, we've probably done that as yeah. well, but... Yeah, we have with fair. Yeah, that was uh, that's that's a nice bit of coastline there, isn't it? Lovely, lovely bit of sand. Yeah, beautiful. Which is why Colin Welland, callback yep. to two episodes ago, uh, chose that for the bit when they're running along uh, long in the sea in Chariots of Fire. Yeah, nice, good stretch. Lovely, lovely stretch of sand. Yep, yep. Um, none of this is going in the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Just as well. Just so you know. Okay. <laughs> this is free time. Okay, good. <laughs> Wolf Mania is coming back after a 20 second break in the podcast. A quick cup of tea and a flapjack. You'll burn a hole in your pocket like a cash bag. With a beat that I found on my iPod. Gonna drop it like a hot pot noodle in your laptop. Make a sticky mess you can't wipe off. Got the IT guy saying, oh my gosh. Fossil hunt. Mm-hmm. Well, if I say something in that tone. Hey, listeners. Ah, uh, hey, listeners. <laughs> thank you for still being. I mean, really, thank you for still being uh, here with us uh, this evening on Wolf Mania, the podcast, the A to Z of everything. We are you, knee, yeah. knee deep in the letter F. We, we are. I think we are currently wading waist high in the letter F. Really, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's, uh, it is everywhere. And... Uh, I'd have to say that normally when I uh, we come out of a little break like that, I would uh, suddenly put on the gravely intoning voice and say something like, Fossil Hunt. <laughs> something like that. Is, yeah, is that, works. What I do. that works. Be a good TV show, wouldn't it? Yeah, Fossil Hunt. Yeah, with uh, Dion Dublin. Yep. And... I, and a girl, have to be a girl. Yeah. And uh, Gabby Logan. It's a bit sporty, don't know. Too Michaela sport- Strachan. Yeah, Michaela Strachan. That would be good because she's a bit natural history. Yeah. Or uh, the the lady who does the walks on Country File. Oh, yeah. Julia Bradbury. Yeah, perfect. Julia Bradbury and Dion Dublin. Fossil, Fossil hunt. hunt. Fossil Hunt. Oh, that would be good, wouldn't it? Yeah, here we are in Lyme Regis. Wow. Dion, what have you found? It's a... Uh, uh, it's an ammonite. An am- that was the one I was going for. I was yeah. going to say anthracite, which is yeah. not right, is it? No. It's, it's an ammonite. Yeah. Not anthracite, not abonite. 
What's Abernite? That's a new word for me. Abernite? Yeah, what's Abernite? It's um, sort of 70s. Oh, Abernite. Yeah. Okay, not Abernite. That's that's a big laugh right there, surely? Yeah, yeah no, I've killed it though. I've taken that laugh, plucked it out of the air, stamped we'll, on it. We'll try telling it again next week, it'll be fine. Okay. Um, you, you ever been fossil hunting, Tim? Yes, loads of times, yeah. Have you? Yeah, yeah, Lyme Regis. I've done it pretty much I'm once. I'm from the Jurassic Coast. Well, exactly. I've, I've pretty much only ever done it once. And, we, you know, we were talking just now uh, amidst all that chat about Robson Green's extreme fishing. Yep. Which may or may not still be in the podcast where, by the time you get to listen to it. Um, about being unprepared for things. I was pretty unprepared the time I went to the Jurassic Coast. Yeah. I've been to the... Well, I spent two big times on the Jurassic Coast, I think. And one was on the punk rock boat cruise... Of course, yeah, yeah. And the other time was yeah, it was fossil hunting. What's uh, what's your best fossil that you got to? Probably just an abernite. <laughs> <laughs> I should imagine. Uh, I think they're kind of sort of the ten a penny. I seem to remember it wasn't massively challenging, in that you could grab a bit of rock and smash it up, and mm. and then you find something pretty quick. Uh, yeah, it was good. I, I don't know if it's still like that these days. I should imagine so. I went um, a few years ago. Uh, yeah. Now to um, Charmouth. Charmouth, um, you went to Charmouth. Charmouth, yeah, it's um, it's down sort of by by Limeway, isn't it? Um, underneath Black Ven, I think the uh, the uh, the big mountain range down there. Did a little bit of fossil hunting. Went down there with uh, with a friend of mine. Um, let's call him Jurassic Chris. <laughs> yep, let's call him Jurassic. Jurassic Chris, Chris. and uh, we went with. Um, uh, a couple of significant others, which was which was very nice. Jurassic Chris, uh, a man known for his love of all things Jurassic, and also saving money. Nice. Uh, and he he booked the holiday cottage. Um, it wasn't a cottage; it was a caravan. Did he collect vouchers out of a newspaper? Yes, he did. To make this happen, out. nine pounds. <laughs> it cost for the four of us <laughs> two adjoining rooms in a caravan. Brilliant. Um, it was Maybe we nice. should host the uh, the Depressible. Uh, I think that's where Depressible <laughs> is happening. <laughs> start, start collecting those vouchers. <laughs> the, the bar with the the one lane bowling alley that was, <laughs> was attached to it. That's Skittles. That's not. Yes. That's not bowling. It was no. It was. It was. But it was a. Uh, it wasn't a Skittles table. Oh, it had a proper kind of yeah, yeah. thing that that's... would be a great place to host Depressible. <laughs> um, we we were down there and. Uh, it was it was a wonderful wonderful time and uh, the but talking about being unprepared for things um, we went out put in about an, an hour or so of uh, fossil hunting uh, one morning and gone pretty well seven minutes in I'd found an ichthyosaurus's tooth <laughs> pretty much gave up after that yep no need to do it. everybody else is smashing up rocks <laughs> digging through things going on the places where it says don't go here because there's going to be a landslide i'm just waltzing around with an ichthyosaurus's tooth safe in the knowledge <laughs> that my job here is done it's not going to get any better than that welcome to jurassic park <laughs> magical we stopped after about an hour and a half <laughs> Is <laughs> that how it goes? Yeah. <laughs> That's how it makes you feel. That's how it made me feel. Wow. Powerful. And Ichthyosaurus is, is, yeah. is That is an aquatic. It is, yeah. Yeah, because that's the sort of fishy one, so, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, fishy dinosaur. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, big teeth. Nice, nice. Yeah, it was, did you, uh, it was you, you had your find your find confirmed by a by a man in the a, shop, a paleontologist. Yeah, by uh, the little man in the shop. Let's say a paleontologist, <laughs> a top paleontologist, <laughs> who's the man in the shop. Yeah, okay. And uh, we, yeah, well, we popped there, and because the man in the shop uh, was uh, adjoined to a uh, little local cafe, and uh, we we went in there, got some breakfast. Um, everybody else thinking, oh god, I've got to get out there and really got to beat that ichthyosaurus's tooth. Me it's thinking, like Pokemon fossil hunting, exactly. or something. competitive. I'd, I'd already got it all done. It was, it was, it was in the bank for me. Um, when uh, me and Jurassic Chris decided, uh, well, you know, we've done a bit of it. We, sh- we should go up that big mountain over there, that that big hill over there. Let's go, let's go for a walk up there and uh, see what we can see. And we did that, and um, uh, uh, wonderful, significant others who were with us uh, at the time decided that they had absolutely no interest in going up the big hill. Thank you very much. They were going to stay in here and have a nice cream tea because, you know, that's the sort of thing that you would do down on the uh, the Jurassic Coast. We went up the hill, said, well, we'll see you back down here in about two hours' time. Went up the hill and uh, that's where we made our biggest find. Wow. Got to the top of the, uh, top of the hill, looked out into the uh, sort of... Uh, Soft, wet uh, grass field that uh, sort of sprawled out in front of us. Had a little bit, a little bit of a look down. No two, two ways about it. This is a massive field full of magic mushrooms. <laughs> in the words of Dungeon Master Dave, if we were playing uh, the Minds of Mayhem or whatever, what do you do in that situation? You, having just climbed up half a. <laughs> Half a hill, half a mountain. There's no one around. <clears throat> you, uh, yeah, check your pockets for a carrier bag and get harvesting. Yeah, that's exactly what happened, yeah. We didn't have a uh, carrier bag, though, so we had to carry them down the hill in our cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, yeah. Um, and then, when we got down to the bottom of the hill, I had to pretend that we hadn't. <laughs> Whilst everybody else had spent a nice morning really getting their spirits up for an afternoon's worth of fossil hunting again. <laughs> oh, dear. I would like to... Uh, it's become something of a... a rit- it's not a ritual, is it? It's a, a, a become lit- something of a... What's the word I'm looking for, Tim? A leitmotif. Is, that, is, that, oh, is it one of them? something of a leitmotif here. At the, what sort of a podcast <laughs> is this? <laughs> It's become something of a thing for us here at Wolf Mania, the podcast, to uh, have a little challenge uh, before we send, uh, set you all off to, to bed, listeners. And um, I've got a challenge this afternoon, uh, this evening, rather, for you, Tim. I'd like to try and recreate my fossil hunting experience on the Charmouth uh, coast uh, for you. Crack out the mushrooms. With, well, that's the thing, with a little bit of fossil hunting. I've got some things to crack out for you. Wow. Okay. 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 So, I want to see how you get on with this. <laughs> Just so uh, to bring the listeners up to speed, Andrew is unveiling something. Yeah. There we go. Hold on. It's just it's easing something out of a oh, box. I prepared this earlier. We've and got, got one of these each. W- wow. <laughs> it looks like he's got a. I've been a Christmas cake. I've been speaking uh, to some experts, top paleontologists, and I've got this for you, Tim. Thank you they've, very much. This has been dug out. Okay. From the Jurassic Coast. 
Andrew has passed me a chunk of rock. A chunk of a chunk of rock. Uh, I've got some here, and uh, Andrew has a chunk of rock too. Yeah, if you, yeah, can you pop those down there? Okay, I'm just placing very heavy. Oh, two hands for this. Very heavy. Yeah. Oh, my back. There we, we go. go. And uh, I've also got some tools. Are these specialist fossil yeah. hunting tools? Specialist fossil hunting tools. Andrew is just... Uh, top experts use these. He's opening his sort of Indiana Jones-style satchel and handing <laughs> me what can only be described as a miniature... Uh, <laughs> Middle-aged Indiana Jones. The TV series that never really caught on. <laughs> yeah. He's handed me a tiny wooden mallet. Yep. And also, you're probably going to need these two. And a pair of... And what, what can only be described as a uh, tiny chisel and a tiny brush. Yes. Yep. Going to have to be careful with those uh, whilst you uh, try and see if, uh, whilst you crack open those rocks, and uh, hopefully you're going to get some uh, get some uh, some fossil action. Okay, so I've uh, so you, I, I'll just start to uh, excavate. Mm, you could just start, or really, you know, we should try and uh, um, you know, uh, duplicate, replicate. We should try and replicate the uh, the conditions uh, that we we're in down in Charmouth. I've got some absinthe. Okay. I've got a massive bag of prescription drugs. <laughs> yeah, rub some. I know you. I know. I've got a lot of rescue remedy. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one I was really after. I've got pints of rescue remedy and a couple of Valium if you need them. Okay. Uh, uh, splash of absinthe. Yep. And I know you don't like the cheese. No, I don't like the cheese. <laughs> I'm not a cheese fan. Maybe I could whiz something up. <laughs> yeah, puree it. Yeah, before before you start um, hammering away. Oh, strong. Here you go. Uh, right, let me uh, let me uh, get the mixture for you here, Tim. If you want to have a have a little toot on that, I wouldn't sniff it. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow, that's uh, that's taken me to. Uh, oh, all the colours have gone. Yeah. <laughs> well, you can't see the colours anyway, can you? I think the colours might start coming back shortly. <laughs> oh, blimey! Okay. All right, give it your best shot. Okay, so I've got my tiny wooden mallet, and, and I imagine have... doing this for seven hours. <laughs> okay, let's get let's get the mic down here with it. Let's there we uh, go. let's have a little tap. <laughs> there's, a, there's the there's the tap. Let's go for tap number two. There we go. Keep tapping. I think you might need to get. I'm just tapping away. You, this is where you're going to ridicule me for my, my physical prowess for not hitting it hard <laughs> enough. I know how this is going to go. Give it a whack. You're going to say, put your back into it. Well, uh, don't okay. put your back into it. You'll put your back out again. Here we go. Right. The <laughs> listeners' benefit. This is a. It's a very miniature version of those hammers that they have when you have a test your strength thing <laughs> at the fairground and you have to really hammer it. This rock is... Uh, Maybe here for a while. Oh, oh, there's a, oh, it's got a chunk off the side. A chunk there. off the corner there. Yeah. I'm going to have a little look into the corner, see what I can see. Oh, there's something poking out. Yeah. That's interesting. The surface of the rock appears to have a perfectly formed dinosaur skeleton on it. Which, wow. Uh, is promising. Yeah, that's. Uh, I think that's why he gave us that particular bit of rock. <laughs> Don't want to oh, make really getting in there. Oh, oh, here we go. Oh, there's been a. There's crack. a fracture. There's yep. a. 
I'm going, I'm going into, I'm going into the fracture now. <laughs> oh, I don't want to make too much of a mess here. It's fine, Tim. This is in the, this is in the name of, uh, of science. Chipping away. Okay, I'm going to give a little shake and see what I can see because I've caused some damage here and the rock is slightly loose. If I look in, I can see some sort of a, could be a vertebrae, some kind of vertebrae. There's something in there. There's definitely something to it. I'm just going to use my little brush to carefully brush away <laughs> <laughs> some of the debris. It's really, he's really getting in that. Clean, clean. I feel as I, sh I should have like a a pair of tiny shorts on and be somewhere so somewhere sunbaked. <laughs> is that what archaeology is all about, isn't it? Honestly, that I think the uh, I think the special juice is kicking in for him. <laughs> Tim's starting to party. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> party paleontologist. Here we go. Party I think we're... paleontologist Tim uh, Peak. Tim Peak, twenty-eight and a half. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, slightly bored now with, <laughs> <laughs> with whacking a, a bar of soap. Right, here we go. Big, big it's, there's a big old fracture in it. There is something definitely in there. This is not a duff one. You've, you've chosen well of all the pebbles on the beach. You've, uh, you've chosen wisely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there we go. That's okay, good. Okay, okay. Oh, right, he's making progress. Good grief. We're in, we're in four chunks now. Okay, there's more than one element within this this rock. I've just broken it open, and there is a perfectly formed miniature... What? Possibly a stegosaurus. That's unbelievable. Looks like it could be an infant. It's quite sad. It looks like... Oh. To look at. Looks like a tiny child. <laughs> Let's see if I can the just... child dinosaur. Prize that out. I can't prize it out. I need to Do whack it some more, I think. Yeah, hit it some more. I need to give it a whack. Wow, what a privilege to see... Something that's been trapped in the rock for so long. Yeah. And then smacked the shit out of it with a tiny, <laughs> tiny, the tiny hammer. Tiny hammer. One step forward, two <laughs> steps back. It, oh, I can't get my tail out. Skip that swear, swearing. Guys, I'm sorry. The uh, Tim's magical juice is really taking. It's really taking control of him. He's, he's turned into someone else. <laughs> Those colours have. Come he's back. gone late night. Oh, I've just missed it. <laughs> Go. Oh, he's really getting in there now. There we go. <laughs> he's virtually all out, but his tail's still trapped in there. All right, luckily, he's not a fragile skeleton. There's no. dust everywhere. <laughs> Clouds of dust in here. It's like, it's like real paleontology. <laughs> right. Okay. I think one more. If I get this just right on the sweet spot. Yeah. He's if coming I, out. If I middle it, I reckon, I, got, I reckon I'll get him out. I flipped him over. Might be easier that way. Here we go. Oy, oy, oy. Here he comes. No. His tail's trapped. <laughs> I'm, I'm not, hang on, I'm going to use the other tool. Here we go. We're going to use the chisel. Get the ch Let's go for Should some you not be using the hammer and the chisel? Yeah. He didn't give me the instructions. <laughs> it's really hard to, to talk. Right, here we go. When <laughs> You've had some absinthe. Right, here we go. I'm using the chisel. There we go. I've chiseled him. 
His tail is still in there. He's free. He's free. He's free. Wow. Let's have a look at him there. This is uh, quite something. Really something to behold here. And um, if I'm not mistaken, he appears to be glow in the dark. Really? I think he might. Wow. Which is a discovery, the likes of which we have never seen before. Phosphorescence. Incredible. The world's first phosphorescent dinosaur. Fetus. (laughs) Tiny (laughs) dinosaur fetus. Wow. Incredible. Just think, you know, when this was roaming the earth, the things it would have seen, things it would have heard. Sort of, uh, probably me in the 1990s, it was <laughs> most of the start of all those uh, things we read out. Yeah, do you think he was at Reading? Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. Was, uh, saw, yeah. Saw the cramps and yeah. the cramps. Really like babes in Toyland. Yeah. Saw uh, Midway still. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to have a go? There's another pebble. Can you be asked to hoover up later? I've got a, I've got a hoover. Yeah. Just, um, I think uh, we need the extra 20 minutes of... Uh, you tapping away at some plaster of Paris. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jurassic this, uh, Rock. Jurassic Rock. Okay. Oh, hang on. There might, there's, there's actually... Let's say I've done half the, the heavy lifting for you already. What? There's so no there's, one else in there. There he is. Look, 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 what's that? What's that? Def- oh, there's yeah, definitely right. another one in there. All right. Here it's going to be tragic. Twins, twin baby dinosaurs trapped in there. Andrew's gone for a much more accurate technique, chiselling away. It appears to have divided the rock very easily. It's now uh, taking put the painstaking, delicate work of removing. He's just ripped his tail clean <laughs> out of the rock. Painter's hand. It is, Andrew, uh, it is a tiny pterodactyl, the flying dinosaur. Incredible. There you go. There he is. Great oh. work. Great digging. <laughs> yeah, top, top, top fossil landing. Oh. And there's another one to play with when you're on your own later. <laughs> so in answer to the question, Tim, can you dig it? Yes, you can. What a journey we've been on. Uh, this evening, listeners, I am covered with the dust of the last 146 million years and also the shame of the last 90 minutes worth of podcasting. <laughs> and uh, it's uh, been a pleasure to uh, be on this uh, journey with you uh, this evening. It sounds very final, all of this, doesn't it? Well, only for another week. F for final. Only F for, for final countdown, and that's... Uh, we should uh, we should get out of here before uh, closing up the encyclopedia of everything for another week. We will be back here next week for the letter G. G unit. Uh, we will be discussing the G unit <laughs> and also uh, golf rap. Oof, top stuff. Thank you so much for being with us here today. We did uh, make a few important announcements today, which I think uh, we should uh, just uh, refresh your memory for here. One. Well, actually, uh, Tim, what are you doing on Friday? On Friday, uh, in my uh, diary, my online diary, yep. I have 
the entry that just says comedy. We are going to the comedy on Friday, so you can expect a very different show next week. (laughs) See now it's really been done. There might not be a show next week. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, if you're looking for spare tickets to things that you probably have to go to with me, because I've got a ticket and nobody else will come with me, you can go to www.ticketmiffle.com and keep an eye out on uh, on ticketmiffle.com for tickets to the inaugural Depressedival. On the 13th of October, Friday the 13th of October. Uh, Unlucky for some. Yeah, but but very lucky for you where you can catch uh, some top acts, including Function. And we should also announce, I think we announced the the promise uh, of this on uh, the uh, Wolfmania Late Night podcast this week. Uh, But we will be having a very, very special guest in the studio when we get to the letter W. Mm-hmm, indeed, indeed. It's the actor Hugh Jackman. Who uh, plays Wolverine. Wolverine on the telly, isn't In case you're he? wondering what the connection, w. connection with the W. Well, is. also, because that gives us uh, a little while to really... Well, I think things have been going pretty well. We've been talking to Hugh's people, Hugh's been talking yeah. to us, he's very keen to get involved. Um, and if we can, you know... We can, we can make, we, if all parties can, are yeah. willing, we can make it happen. Absolutely. And it will happen uh, by the time we get to the letter W. And uh, yeah, we are making plans for Hugh already. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like we're going to kidnap him, doesn't it? <laughs> are we going to have to kidnap Hugh Jackman? <laughs> I'd, hazard, I'd hazard a guess that unless we employ the services of... Uh, some other gentleman. We're going to struggle to kidnap Hugh Jackman. He's a, unless he's unless he's incredibly compliant, really gullible, really easily persuaded. I think we're going to need someone with a bit of a you know a bit of muscle, maybe. Bit of muscle, yeah. For our plans to kidnap Hugh Jackman. We're not kidnapping Hugh Jackman. Just to be clear, he might like to be kidnapped. He's probably bored have... bored of being treated like a normal celebrity. He wants a bit of. Oh, Jap- I just wish that, I just wish that people had kidnapped me more. Yeah, every morning I wake up, it's always going to... Look, it's always going to be the same when I wake up every morning. <laughs> Look, you. <laughs> Look. Do you think, um, this will be the first question I'm going to ask him, Yeah, is uh, when you're trying to get a point across on set, does he does he go, Look, Hugh's talking. <laughs> yeah. be a big feature for us when we get Hugh Jackman on TV's Wolverine uh, for episode W of... Wolf Mania, the podcast uh, with Andrew and Tim. Thanks for listening, everybody. It's uh, been a very special week. We'll see you next week uh, for some uh, G Love and uh, some special sauce. I'm Tim. I'm Andrew. Good night. Cheers. <laughs>